The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. What we are doing is not optimal. This idea of maximum effort equals maximum results is as wrong as an idea can be. Welcome to Tuesday, listeners. Today, I'm back with author Greg McCune trying to figure out how to make my life effortless, which weirdly is not that easy because I'm guessing like many of you, I've been pretty indoctrinated into the idea that I should accomplish more and that to accomplish more, I should do more. I should work harder. That perspective is so ingrained that it can be hard to step outside and wonder if there might be another approach. But God knows we could use another approach because what used to seem like a manageable number of daily obligations has somehow metastasized over the last couple of decades. I blame email and smartphones. Now, I've got my own system for trying to manage all this, but it's not quite adequate to the task. And as you'll hear, Greg's got a somewhat more radical approach in mind. It seems to me that there are two types of people in the world right now. There are people who are burned out, and then there are people who know they are burned out. What can we do about this? Well, one thing we can do is to apply a done-for-the-day list. A done-for-the-day list is not a list of everything we theoretically could do today or a list of everything we would love to get done. These things will inevitably extend far beyond the limited time available. Instead, this is a list of what will constitute meaningful and essential progress. As you write the list, one test is to imagine how you will feel once this work is completed. Ask yourself, if I complete everything on this list, will it leave me feeling satisfied by the end of the day? I'm a person who is very into my to-do list. I'm a getting things done kind of guy, a bullet journaler. So I love a good list. And this kind of advice to make a a very particular kind of to-do list uh, is something that resonates with me. And if I understand the idea correctly, what you're recommending is we put together a presumably a small list of the things that I just won't be able to sleep well tonight if I don't get these few things done. Is that what it is? It's a little more than that. Because if you combine industrial age thinking with the digitization of everything, which has massively accelerated over the last couple of years because of the pandemic, what has been produced is an unintended lifestyle, a Zoom, eat, sleep, repeat lifestyle. And because hybrid living is with us, and I think will be with us for at least a generation, there is this tendency to just continue constantly a never-ending, never-with-breaks way of living. And so you get to five o'clock and there's nothing magical about that. There's not even a commute to break it up, to be able to recognize work was there and now I'm here. I mean, before the pandemic, there wasn't much of a delineation between work and everything else because our phone comes with us everywhere. So In a sense, there wasn't much of a boundary, but now there's no boundary at all. 
And so we have to create boundaries or there won't be any. And one tangible way to do that is a done for the day list where you say, when I'm done with this, it's over. Then no more sneaky work after that. No more just trying to get a file off, you know, while we're in the bathroom, on the phone, trying to add it in there. It's like, it's okay. We're going to be thoughtful about what to do. And when we do that important work, we'll have the satisfaction of saying, yes, the essential things got done. The important work got done. And I have created space now to protect myself so that tomorrow I can also maximize my available high quality attention span to be able to do important work again. And so this is a far faster way to achieve higher productivity, even though it doesn't necessarily sound like it on the surface. Oh, so it's not just that you write down the two or three high priority items you need to do. You're not going to do any more than what's on this list. Is that right? Oh, that's the whole point. That's the oh, point. okay. That's the idea. And the sister to it is a done for the day time, right? So my time's five o'clock at five o'clock, like a town crier. I'll come out of the office, come to anyone in, this, in the home. It's five o'clock. I'll yell it out. Started through the pandemic as an excuse, as a ritual to be able to say it's done. And it forces you then again into a different way of thinking so that you say, look, I can't solve every problem by just trying to do more, work longer hours. Now, that's exactly what people are doing. There are people listening to this right now who know exactly what I'm talking about. They keep going five o'clock, six, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock, of course, global timeframes being what it is. You can be, you know, have meetings all over the world and you, you get so, so perpetual with that way of living that you don't even question it. You don't even think to push back. You don't think to ask a question. Is there a different way of doing this? You don't have time to think like that, but that does not produce breakthrough productivity. That produces a plateauing or you even start to fail in your ability to achieve. Greg, I'm realizing how thoroughly I've misunderstood some things in your book. And it's, it, it's actually in an interesting way because it makes me realize my mindset is so aligned with like, well, I've just got to do more and more and more that when I first read this description of the done for the day list, I, I understood it as like, well, these are the, the first things I'm going to get done, or these are the main things I'm going to get done. And then of course, as soon as they're done, I can just add to the list from that endless scroll of to-dos that I have. So it's really taking me going a little deeper with this to get like, oh no, I have to stop. I have to force myself to stop after doing those things and not look at the rest of that list until tomorrow. Congratulations. You've thoroughly confused me now, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, good. I, 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 I like that feedback because, uh, because as I say, effortless is its own mindset. It's distinctive and it's radically different than what is being preached inside of corporations, what is being done in many corporations to the detriment of both the organizations as a whole and the teams and the individuals within it. I mean, what we are doing is not optimal. <laughs> this idea of maximum effort equals maximum results is as wrong as an idea can be. Okay, everyone, if you want to try making your own done-for-the-day list, just think about going to bed tonight. 
What's the one thing or those two or three things that will really nag at you if you don't get them done by bedtime? Write them down, do them at some point today, and then be done for the day. Resist trying to do more. Pace yourself. Be satisfied knowing you've made meaningful progress toward what's essential in your life. And then go have fun, relax with your loved ones, read a poem. Tomorrow, Greg will be back to talk about a technique he uses called effortless inversion. It's a way to reframe even your toughest problems so as to make them effortless. And you might find they're not even problems at all. If you want to learn that magic trick sooner, you can find all of Greg's ideas on our Next Big Idea app. Check it out in the App Store or Google Play Store. And if you're enjoying the Next Big Idea daily, we'd appreciate it if you'd give us a rating and review and share it with a friend. See you tomorrow.